Every business wants good customer reviews. Every customer wants a good experience. So what happens when both sides click? Or in some cases, when they don't? From Yelp and Entrepreneur Media, this is Behind the Review. Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind it. Let's see what's behind this week's review. My youngest sister got married about five years ago, and six of us went to Scottsdale for her bachelorette weekend. And one of the things that we did as a group was we went to a spa and had massages and really enjoyed it. And I hadn't done that a lot in the past. And so when we came back to Houston, we decided to continue this new friendship I had made with these other ladies by trying to regularly go to spas and experience everything that spas had and and kind of have a girl's day. And what we did was we started looking at, at different spas and we would go to big spas in hotels or small independently owned spas. And we had some great experiences and had some great times. And what we were finding was some spas were too expensive. Some felt too much like a giant factory where they were just too big. We went to one where it was so tiny that they only had two massage therapy rooms total in the spa. There were five of us. So we kind of felt a little bit like Goldilocks and the three bears of like too big, too small, nothing was quite right. And then my middle sister, Jennifer said, well, we could go to Milk and Honey. And I was like, oh, I've never been there. So the six of us went to Milk and Honey and absolutely loved everything about it. That's Melissa telling me about Milk and Honey, a spa experience that started in downtown Austin and now has six locations all over Texas, as well as a seventh location in LA. Melissa was visiting for a massage, but the business also offers med spa treatments, a full-service salon, and products they've created from the ground up. Let's hear Melissa's review. I love, love, love Milk and Honey. My friends and I were doing a monthly spa afternoon and had been hopping around town trying out different places. When we found Milk and Honey, there was no need to go anywhere else. I love everything about this place. Free parking in a convenient location is great. The staff is professional yet friendly. The interior is clean and well-kept. The locker room is just big enough and I've never had to wait for a shower. They have all the amenities you'd want from a hairdryer, showers, little items you might've forgotten, et cetera. Someone is always tidying and cleaning the locker rooms. I wish the waiting area relaxation space was a little more spacious and secluded and a little less waiting room. The massages I've had, especially by Nia, have been amazing. I'm absolutely in love with Nia and her ability to know how to do a massage. She's a master. I wish that COVID would go away so I could go back to my monthly subscription. I had a monthly membership, which gave me a discount for my massages. COVID has messed that up, but I'll be back there soon. Milk and Honey is truly a gem in the city of Houston. For Melissa and her friends, playing Goldilocks with local Houston spas had its hits and misses, but they finally found one that was just right. 
When Melissa found Milk and Honey, so much of what she loved most about the business became the amenities and the experience that added to the massage. She also has a connection to Nia, her massage therapist. Let's hear from owner Alyssa on how Milk and Honey came to be. We started in 2006 after I went to grad school at University of Texas at Austin and decided instead of having a traditional post-MBA job, I wanted to do something on my own, do something that made people feel good. And also, you know, really create a business that can prove and show you can take really great care of your employees and, you know, still be a profitable, successful business. Alyssa opened her first location in downtown Austin. And like many entrepreneurs, she was burning the candle at both ends and wearing many hats. But the core of who her business was, was rooted in the experience. And much of that was strategically planned by Alyssa herself. Our main goal and mission at Milk and Honey is to make people feel good. The vibe of Milk and Honey, the mood there, as soon as you walk through the doors, we do place a lot of attention on architecture and really utilizing architecture to enhance that experience. So you continue to go further, you know, deeper into the spa, it gets darker quieter, just more relaxed. So the focus was always on spa, robe and slippers experience. You you don't change in the treatment room. We have a lounge and just all the the amenities. So you can sit, you know, and relax both before and after your treatment because we are not in the business of providing massages and facials. We are in the business of making people feel good and giving them even just like a two hour respite from their life and reality. And all of those little details in that experience are just so important because they're not coming in for a massage, right? It really is that whole decompression process. Let's take a quick break. If you're a small business owner, this is for you. Running a business is just plain hard. Endless to-do lists, employees to take care of, and your ever-present bottom line. So first of all, kudos to you for staying on top of it all. I want to tell you about Gusto. Gusto built an easier and more affordable way to manage payroll, benefits, and more. They help over 100,000 businesses with tasks like automated payroll tax filing, simple direct deposits, free health insurance administration, 401ks, onboarding tools, you name it, Gusto made it easy. And they really care about the small business owners they work with. Their support team is attentive and helpful. And since money can be tight right now, you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com forward slash review and start setting up your business today. You'll see what I mean when I say easy. Again, that's three months of free payroll at gusto.com forward slash review. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com forward slash review. And we're back. Alyssa started Milk and Honey to make people feel good, initially through the spa experience. But she also opened with the intention of growing. A year after opening the original Milk and Honey, Alyssa was looking for their second location. As the business continued to grow, so did Alyssa's life and family outside of the business. She wanted to be a mom, and that process took her time and energy away from the business. She was still determined to service clients and continue to grow, though. So a non-negotiable was having a good team. 
early days, I was you know, working the front desk until my sister-in-law would come and relieve me so I could go home and, and eat dinner and be a human for a few hours before getting there at 7 a.m. to open the spa, do all the laundry. I mean, all of those things, right? Now we'd have a really great team. Once I was pregnant with twins, that was really like the non-negotiable. I have to get people in place. And I, I really had a great team. I, I think it was just very lucky that I had people who worked as hard and loved it, like they owned it. And just as much as I do, and people are everything in our business, like our cost of goods, our human beings and their wages, you know, it's a literal hands-on human touch business. So yeah, our people are everything. And the way that we're structured now is we have a pretty nicely built out management team, you know, that consists of HR and marketing and operations, procurement, accounting, you know, all of these departments that support our locations because our job is like all the people that we have is just really to support the people working at the locations. So at the locations, they can just really focus on the employees there and the customers, which just allows what we call the virtuous cycle. But when you focus on employees and make sure that they're really happy, instead of focusing on the bottom line, your employees will make sure that your customers are happy and your customers will ensure your bottom line is healthy. Alyssa mentioned being fortunate to have employees who loved and treated the business like their own. That truly is a level of culture and team morale that's focused on the employee's investment in the business. And it doesn't just come from liking the place they work. Everyone that works at Milk & Honey is a valued team member, and that translates to the consumer experience. Everyone that works at Milk and Honey is an employee. We don't have any independent contractors. And yes, they're there, our licensed you know, massage therapists, the estheticians, the nail techs, the hairstylists, and of course, our medical aesthetics providers, our registered nurses or physician assistants. But they, they all work at Milk and Honey and they receive paid vacation and health care benefits and 401k and lots of training. So... Milk and Honey has dedicated attendants that are in the locker room who are constantly picking up towels or moving any items people have just left behind, like shoes or spa robes or anything like that. And I really appreciated that because it's a relatively small space, that they are constantly making the space as clean and as tidy. And this is all pre-COVID, as clean and as tidy as possible with just your overall experience in mind. Even when the reception, people would walk you into the locker room and show you all the different amenities. They made an effort to tidy things. They didn't just stay in their lane. They were like picking up items or making sure that the interior of the locker room was as clean and as tidy as possible, which I really appreciated because when I go to a spa, I'm not just paying for the massage. I'm also paying for the full experience. Alyssa says one of the threads that you'll see across all of the Milk and Honey locations is that all of their employees are just genuinely kind, good people. It's really important to Milk and Honey that when a client enters their space, it just feels calming and welcoming. We'll be right back. Satisfying customers is top of mind for every business owner, and satisfied customers are best served by empowered, connected teams that are able to focus on their work instead of technology issues. That's why with the Galaxy Book lineup, Samsung set out to make a PC that helps you reclaim the workday and keep the positive customer reviews rolling in. Invest in your workforce. Invest in your future. Upgrade to the Galaxy Book. 
the PC that helps modern businesses go further. Explore the whole range at samsung.com forward slash galaxy book for work. Alyssa has been driven by growth, but not only growth by way of new locations. She's expanded from spas to include hair salons at each of their Texas locations, and also created her own line of products, which has served as a great additional revenue stream. The products came along not until 2013. So from opening the spa to today, like I also had three kids, which took a lot of my energy and time and focus away from the business. And I think a lot of women in business don't always talk about it, but it definitely impacted like the speed at which we were growing and like how much I was involved in the business as well. But after my youngest was born, I have two 10-year-olds and an eight-year-old. I really, I've been wanting to create products for a long time and then just really took that as an opportunity to just to do something else. Because also as an entrepreneur, everyone thinks it's like the most flexible job in the world, right? But you know, the, the 500 plus people that work at Milk and Honey, like any one of them can give notice and leave in two weeks. And there's no way for me to untangle myself, you know, with all of the leases and the responsibility. So creating the products allowed me to flex some different muscles and do something new without having to leave milk and honey, which I love. Like it's my first baby and all of the ways. And I love this business. I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to running up against hours in the day or dollars in the bank account when it comes to maximizing their revenue or even just breaking even. There's only so much you can do and hire others to help with. By pivoting into developing a product line, Alyssa leveraged the expertise of her estheticians and her team to create something that can passively generate revenue while they continue to serve customers and clients in person. They sell their products online direct to consumers, as well as through wholesale partners like Neiman Marcus, Ulta, Free People, and Anthropology. Another revenue stream Milk and Honey has is their membership program. Once we found Milk and Honey, I really was like, this is the place I'm going to come consistently. And when they mentioned to me that they have this subscription model where you get a discount, if you sign up for a monthly subscription, you get a discount on that monthly spa service. I was like, this is great because I want to come here anyway. I want to come to Nia anyway. And therefore getting a discount was just kind of like icing on the cake. They also have like a point system where you get so many points and you can redeem those for money off of a spa or salon service. So all of those little different incentives made me go ahead and sign up for the subscription. I also really appreciated that you could cancel the subscription if you needed to. It wasn't one of those things like where you go to a gym and they lock you in and then they make it incredibly difficult. Milk and Honey was extremely helpful. Like when COVID hit, to suspend my subscription and then to just kind of cancel it until I was ready to come back on a regular basis. And Alyssa admits the goal of the subscription membership isn't to get rich. They're not trying to lock people in and charge them for services they won't use. The membership program is really to simplify the booking and payment process for regulars and reward them for scheduling appointments on a recurring basis. The membership is really in the background of our business. It's not something where if you come in, like there are other spas and business models where if you're not a member, you really feel it and you're paying 50% more than the members. 
So our, our membership is just 15% off of the regular price and you commit and just to getting a service monthly, you can pause it, you can do other things. Like we have our VIP program, which is very important partisan, which are is part of our just vernacular in the business. And, and it's just a way of rewarding people who like Melissa, who want to come in and enjoy it. And we both can benefit. They can save some money and we know that we can count on her to come in and support our great talented team of massage therapists. So it's not something that's a heavy sell. It's really you know something that we talk to when we see people coming in every month, like, why don't you do this? And we just kind of set it up and it makes it easy. They can just kind of breeze in and out without having to you know, stop and pay and they don't have to even stop and sign. They can prepay gratuity and it's all set up. So it's just a way so they can kind of glide, make the whole service and experience a little easier for our regulars. Milk and Honey is an experience. Whether you're coming in for a massage, facial, or haircut, you'll be greeted by a friendly face and brought into the business for relaxation and pampering. Melissa shared her experience because she loved it so much. After searching for the perfect spa and loads of trial and error, her and her friends had finally found it, and Melissa wanted to share that with the world, and not just with stars or words. I think adding photos is just absolutely critical for someone like me who's incredibly visual. I've been on Yelp all week looking at photos of local restaurants and coffee houses looking for a private room or party space for my volunteer organization that I work with. And so I think that a review really needs, and this is how I feel, I think a review really needs photos. If they don't include photos, I feel like it's half a review. And that's because so many of us are incredibly visual and I want to see not just pictures of the food, but I think it's really important to see the location. What does it look like on the outside? So when I'm driving by, I don't miss it. Or what does the parking look like? Or what does the interior look like? And I think that When I take photos and I add those things, remind me of the important aspects of what I want to see in a review. So when I go and I actually write a review, I'm reminded by the things that were important to me. So I look at my photos and I'm like, oh yeah, they have free parking. Oh, my friend broke her leg. She's in a wheelchair. There aren't a bunch of steps to get into the restaurant or it's ADA friendly or whatever those things are. So to me, a tip for writing review is make sure you include photos. Make sure that they're high quality photos, not taken from your car through your windshield wipers while it's raining and at an angle, but also to include those specifics in a review. Even if you write your whole like warm and fuzzy experience or your negative experience, also include all the logistics for people like me who want to see the details. So much of what Melissa shares is to help set expectations for future customers. She anticipates what they'll be interested in knowing or what might help them have a better time and gives them the information they need. For Alyssa, reviews can be helpful and insightful, but they're also a challenge, especially when you're dealing with multiple locations and hundreds of employees. Here she is sharing a bit of advice on how you can better leverage online reviews to your advantage. In the early days when we were one location and I was doing all of the marketing and the HR and everything else on a daily basis, you know, I had all the reviews forwarded to me and I would kind of like hold my breath as I opened the page to read the reviews. And to be honest, I no longer read the reviews. Like there's occasions, it's not like I'm actively avoiding them, but the reviews have so much weight. There's so much anonymity in leaving a review 
And we always want to reach out. Like we do our own. If you come in for any treatments at Milk and Honey, you're going to get an email that says based, you know, on your experience, how likely on a scale of one to 10, essentially like the net promoter score, right? How likely are you to recommend Milk and Honey to a friend or colleague? And that to us allows us to keep our finger on the pulse and reaching out. Like if we see people who are say like a seven, like 10, most likely zero, not recommending it at all. And we reach out to everyone because there's always something to learn and something to do. But otherwise, our managers are are really well-trained to follow up, but generally, you know, just less publicly, just so we can resolve it. And and then if they're they're happy with how we handled it, and we don't ask them, but, you know, you'll see that they'll update reviews, you know, after it. And hopefully people will just learn. Like Yelp is a great tool to you know, learn about like nuances and detail and in other people's experience. But it's also really important that people follow up and, you know, just allow those businesses an opportunity to do right. And I think it is a given in our business that things are going to go wrong, right? A massage therapist is going to be late to work or call in sick. And there's just some times where there's not enough opportunity to do appropriate client recovery. And I think that what separates, like what really matters with businesses is how they respond. Things are going to go wrong. That's a given. What really matters is how the business responds to when things go wrong. And that's what I think separates truly exceptional customer service from the average. I think you'll find too, and I've experienced this with my previous life before Milk and Honey, is that the customers who've had the biggest customer service breakdown, like a really horrific experience, when you have the opportunity to fix that and exceed their expectations, those customers are the ones that become the most loyal and fanatical. And I think that's just a given. It's just that people expect things to go correctly. And then people just like really surprising and delighting people when things you know don't go as they're planned. I've heard this sentiment shared by many business owners. Sometimes the customers with the worst experiences can turn into your most dedicated clients when you take the opportunity to fix and exceed their expectations. It sucks to get a critical review. But as Alyssa said, what's important is how you choose to respond. To close us out, I wanted to give Alyssa an opportunity to share advice as a female and entrepreneur. I think this advice is great for all of my moms out there starting, building, and growing businesses, but also for any parents trying to juggle it all and find work-life balance. It is one of the hardest things being a mother, but also having a, a business that I'm really passionate about growing. And I think more than anything, have just forgiven myself for not having balance. Like there are days where I don't feel I'm as present as I should be for, for my kids. But when I'm home with my kids, I don't feel like I'm being present for my business. So I have realized I'm never going to win because I'm always going to be critical because there's always more I could be doing, like either you know one or the other. And I think by creating a business, I am like most days home by 4.30. I'm with my kids. I try to be present and put my phone away. And you know my business is open. Like you're only closed Thanksgiving and Christmas day. And we are open from you know 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So there's really not a lot of time where I can just like unplug and feel like there's nothing there for me, right? But having a team in place and I started delegating everything that I possibly could and recognizing that with my business, I should only be utilizing my resources on the things where I'm adding the highest value and really contributing. And I trust my managers to respond to things appropriately. They're really well-trained. They don't do it correctly all the time because they're also human, but just giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, but really delegating everything that, that you can. And I do that at home as well. You know, just 
we all have very limited time in the day and making sure that you're spending your time on the most high value things. And that concludes our episode. Be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Thursday. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take a thing or two away to implement in your own life. Whether it's a new idea that you can bring back to your business or a fresh perspective on how to be a positive influence as a consumer, we share these stories to inspire and create more meaningful connections in your local community. For more information about today's business or to connect with me, check out the show notes. This episode featured conversations with Alyssa Bayer, the owner of Milk and Honey, and Melissa M., a reviewer living in Houston, Texas. To learn more about the episode, check out the blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.